0: Money FM 89.3, best of weekends.
1: Let's go to the North Pole, shall we? Uh, joining us now, Suyen Wong, board chair, Singapore Institute of Directors, and Furman Diaz, deputy CEO, group director of the National Council of Social Service. The amazing Singaporean couple that conquered their first half marathon. In November 2021 at the North Pole.
0: There they are. Welcome to the show. Wait, before they speak, everybody, go to your phones, go to your iPads, go to your laptops, preferably while you're not sitting in front of a steering wheel of a car. But if you are sitting in a car and you have a mobile phone and you're a passenger... Go to Money FM Facebook page right now. You <laughs> will not disappointed. Glenn, how do these people look? Magnificent. Uh,
1: I, I, you know, I told Su Yen in, in, in advance of this discussion today, maybe bring a couple of props along, things you might have <laughs> used on the trip. And here they are in full uh, regalia uh, with a nice background as well. Good morning to you both.
2: Good
1: morning. <laughs> Good morning. Wonderful.
2: Wonderful. Yeah. It's freaking hot. Yeah, I can
1: imagine. Okay, before you before you take it off, wait, before you take it off, explain explain well, I mean, we can see you're wearing a hat obviously and a thing, but how was this the were these the actual ones you wore? Yes.
3: Yes, these were the actual ones. Yeah. We we wore these balaclavas when the race started because when the race starts, you're actually on the ice, which you see behind us is the ice on the ice cap. Yeah. Uh, it was 15 below zero, and the wind... I couldn't tell you how fast the wind was blowing, but the the, the flags, flags were, straight out. were 90 degrees. Wow. <laughs> Extraordinary. So
2: these are thick fleece, and they let, and you can breathe through them, which, is, which is great.
3: So... Probably the first uh, 10 kilometers were, we're done with this. Yes.
0: Extraordinary. Well, so, yeah <laughs> if you could set it up for our listeners and mm. viewers, uh, what you did first, and then we'll get into the why. I- explain the, this extraordinary expedition that you two took on.
2: Okay, so actually, we had not planned on doing this at all. It sounds very foolhardy, but uh, we had actually planned to take a trip uh, to the U.S. And um, on the way back, we said, well, why not, let's just, you know, after visiting family, take some time for ourselves." And we said, well, let's look at Singapore Airlines flights and where you can get a direct flight back into Singapore <laughs> <Iceland>. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, it's okay, you know, Copenhagen works. And then, oh, where, can we, where else can we go from there? Um, oh, Copenhagen, from, you can go from there to to Greenland. Well, we've never been to Greenland, so let's go to Greenland. Um, Then the next question becomes, well, what does one do in Greenland? I have no idea. So Mm. what do you do? Go on Google, of course. (laughs) And uh, somewhere in the search threw up this thing, the Polar Circle Marathon. And it was, the dates just happened to be sort of plus one or, you know, plus one, plus two days from when we had planned to be there. So we said, (laughs) Why not? We're going to be there anyway. So, so, um, so we signed up. Wait, That's wait, wait.
1: Why not? We're going to be there anyway. Yeah. So we're going to do a half marathon that we haven't prepared for. Nobody, <laughs> That's a big <laughs> leap, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> okay, no. but, but okay, The other
2: thing, we have been running for a few years. We, we started running a couple of years ago.
1: Sure. So In Singapore yeah,
3: so, at sea level in, in the yeah, tropics. Boy. Okay. To be, fair, to be fair, we've never entered any race of any kind of any length. This is truly the first time we've ever entered any. Wow. Kind of race yeah. no, But we
2: have um, we have run half marathon distances here in okay. Singapore. I mean, when you're training, so we thought, okay, you know, sure. Why
3: not?
0: I understand. That that, Furman Diaz, can you tell us for the benefit of those of us? When I say loads, all of us who don't actually know what a polar circle half marathon entails—where does it start? Where does it finish? What kind of temperatures are we talking about? What's the terrain like? I mean, put us there.
3: Okay. Um, well, it happens in Greenland. It's a it's a town in Greenland called Kangalussaq, which is seven degrees north of the actual Arctic Circle. So mm. that makes it roughly in the seventy-five degrees north. Um, we got to see the, the Northern Lights. That's how far north it is. Nice. So we, we saw two of the nice we were there. Um, the, it was set
2: up as, an, as a U.S. Air Force Base.
3: Yes. Oh. Greenland, uh, most of Greenland is, is an ice cap. The ice cap is about three kilometers deep. And the marathon starts at the ice cap. So your first seven kilometers, you are running on the ice.
2: The arctic sheet wow. so, so this picture that you see behind is that's not a that's not a mountain that's solid ice
3: that's not rocks that's hmm. solid ice wow with no so that's where it starts uh it was 15 below when we started celsius um like i said wind was blowing the flags stiff 90 degrees and uh yeah you do warm up though uh, after you start running on it you you run with spikes you put spikes on your on your running shoes uh, to uh, you know, make sure that you have some grip on the ice, but it is slippery. And uh, in parts, there is snow. And, and when you see the snow, you can't tell how deep the snow is. And sometimes you would step on the snow and you would sink knee deep.
1: Mm. Wow. Interesting. We are talking uh, with su Wong and Furman Diaz, uh, the Singaporean couple who just conquered their first half marathon, the polar half marathon, no less in Greenland. And yeah. when you, when you're running, uh, I'm going to make a wild assumption here. You're not running as fast as you would normally in Singapore, uh, due to the slippery conditions. How does it, how does that change your pacing of the run? Do you stop to warm up or, you know, get a hot chocolate or do you just keep going? How does you're it change your pace?
2: Really slowly. Um, because it's, you're, you're, in some places, you, you, because of the snow, you, you're just sort of sinking in. So you're not running as you were uh, sort of on the street. Um, the, the most difficult thing actually is, is regulating your body temperature. Because as strange as it sounds, you can get too hot. Hmm. Because you, you've, you've layered up, right, with, yeah. with all your different layers. And then you're running and then you're perspiring from inside. And then you actually get too hot. Then you need to sort of cool down and then and you cool off and you get too cold. And then you sort of <laughs> run back up again. Yeah. So, so that was actually quite tricky. So yeah, yeah, what
0: were the, or both of you really, what were the toughest parts of the race? And is the terrain all flat?
2: No. No,
3: it's not flat at all. Ice, ice is not flat. Mm. Uh, ice is bumpy, as you can see. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking, yeah. It, it's, uh, so it's not flat at all. Uh, and uh, then it, eventually you get off the ice cap and you start running on a road. The road is also iced up because, you know, it's still 15 below. Uh, so even though it's, it's crunched snow, it's still icy. Um, so it, it isn't until much later that uh, it, it becomes a mix of ice and gravel. Right. Mm-hmm. And, so, I, so and, and really the whole road
2: is, is, is
3: undulated. It's, yeah. it, uh, there wasn't a single spot in the entire place that was flat.
1: So the professional half marathoners are in, what, an hour, an hour, a little over an hour, right, doing mm-hmm. their marathons. Uh, care to tell yes. us what your time was?
2: Oh, we took more than four hours. So, yeah. So,
1: yeah. Um, so, Close, <laughs> closer to so a full then, marathon timing, right?
2: Closer, yeah. closer to full marathon. Yeah. I mean, I think even the, the, um, the, I forget what the time was for the, for the top runners, but, but everybody doesn't compare their times to a road race. N- nobody does can't. a personal
3: best there. You can't. Yeah. You, you <laughs> can't. Even, the, even the top runners, uh, and there are people who have run, there were people in that race that had run 100 marathons.
2: That was normal. Forty marathons was a normal. Yeah,
3: so that was the average. We we were truly the newbies. Wow. Uh, and everybody was looking at us like wow, what a first race to choose Yeah, fantastic. People. Just brilliant. How crazy can you be? And the others were saying, Yeah, if you're gonna go out, go out in a place of glory. Um, brilliant. Brilliant.
0: So Yen, can I ask uh, you, uh Su Yen, what what was the toughest part for you during that half marathon? Mm. And was there ever a moment where you thought what have we done or was it a more case of let's just do it adrenaline is pumping
3: what was your mental journey like i think there was a moment that yen didn't think what have we
2: done <laughs> <laughs> well actually uh, the the, the hardest part was actually right around kilometer seven I actually fell i tripped i fell um mm. I, I bashed my knees i hit my head Ugh. and Ooh. i was like okay and i was i was actually i was actually in pain so at that point in time it was actually sort of okay do i just quit and yeah. go back to the water station or, do I carry on for you know the rest of the race, which is another you know, fourteen kilometers? So so that was probably the hardest part um
1: to sort of push through that. But uh so champion
2: the- here, me along so I say, like, get up, let me can do it. Um yeah. yeah.
1: So. so the the water station, I'm guessing, you know, I've run marathons before. I'm guessing the water station was more like a popsicle station. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> an ice cream
1: van. An yeah. ice cream hey, 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 van. No. <laughs> And they give you hot tea. They give you-
2: uh, cool. it's, it's, like it's an, a, elder, a, it's, elder
1: flower it's an elderflower drink,
2: hmm. and, oh. and they're yeah. insulated containers. Otherwise, it would freeze. Yeah, but- of
1: course, of course. Yeah. And how how many how many competitors mm. generally show up for this? One hundred and eighty plus.
2: Okay, for two, for two races, um, because they do a full marathon in one day and then the half the next day, and some yeah. people actually do both.
1: Right, and are you staying yes. on that on that uh, military base, or do you stay in? Yes. Is there a yes. town nearby? Or, uh, yeah. this this is a town that has
3: about five hundred people, and it seems like everybody works in, or for, or the around airport. the airport. Sure, uh, because it is the main airport between Copenhagen. And, the main uh,
2: international airport. The main international
3: airport. But that's all it is. Then from there, you, you fly to other places in Greenland. Right. Greenland, just for the people that have no idea, I didn't either, has no highways. Everything is ice mm-hmm. pretty much all year round. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so the only way to get around from one town to the next is you got to fly there.
2: Either, well, plane or boat. Uh, you, you can go by yeah, sea as or,
3: well. Or helicopter.
1: You yeah. know, the one so, thing I remember so. from my geography class in high school is Greenland isn't green. And Iceland yes. is not all ice.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right.
3: Greenland is all ice. As as we can see,
0: is can I, I, I'm just so curious to know. know.
3: Exactly these are our medals. We thought we would show them. Yeah, hold them up, please. Can do. you hold them up please a little do. bit higher so we can see them?
1: Oh, beautiful, huh? Yes. These,
2: these are hulus. Um, nice. they're, they're, they're knives that they used actually to, um, that, the, that the, historically the women would use for when they're uh, skinning the seals. This is. Wow. Nice.
3: And, and what you see this the, is the Greenlandic flag. It's not a Singapore flag, although it might confuse some. Uh, this is the Greenlandic Green flag. flag. But I did see you post up a picture with the Singapore flag, which was fantastic.
0: Maybe afterwards, if you can, put it up in our Facebook feed. Yeah. That'd be tremendous. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you guys, what was the recovery time like? Mm. I mean, how, how, how long did it take you to recover? Were there any after effects from this run that you wouldn't normally get from a regular half marathon?
2: Oh, I can't tell you what a regular half-marathon recovery would be yeah, like.
1: Yeah, your first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we have no frame of reference here, do we? <laughs> Just make it up as you go <laughs> along.
2: <laughs> also, remember, it's not at altitude. This is at sea level. So right. it's not yeah, high. Okay. So we don't recover in the, in the, the altitude yeah, sense of it. So much um, yeah.
1: But what about but breathing yeah, the cold? Like, breathing Because
3: you have to wear the spikes to run. Yeah. You, you, your shoes are very different. So my my the soles of my feet and also where the strap of the of the spikes go uh, became quite painful. So my feet are still recovering. Uh, they, they actually did take a beating because running with the spikes for the whole of the length of the race was quite. Uh, can i can imagine oh. but i mean to glenn's point was there
0: any respiratory issues afterwards because you know i grew up in a cold country so did glenn but i didn't run in it for 20 plus kilometers were there any breathing issues um body issues
2: afterwards imagine, yeah, she- maybe the
3: first five or seven k it, when you
2: first yeah. get started
3: it hurts to breathe that is true, it is true but because after, it's cold but yeah. after you're warmed up and and yeah. maybe after after kilometer 10 no no more
2: yeah. I think it's also one of those things where, you know, when, when you go through an experience like this, you know, with time, you forget the bad parts. So maybe we're having memory <laughs> issues. <laughs> but, um, I, I think we, you, you asked about how we sort of sort of did this in such a spur of the moment. The, the reality is that we had actually been, you know, we were ready for it because we've been we've been training for the past couple of years uh, mm-hmm. just just ready. And and so we were we were ready to sort of jump on it when we came 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 across this thing. Um, But, yeah, it was a very different experience.
0: Yeah. Well, so you so you say you've forgotten all the bad parts. (laughs) I've guessed you've already signed up for next year.
3: (laughs) Uh, I did promise my daughter that I would enter my first ever marathon. So that's already in the plans. So maybe it's a slippery slope. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it could
3: be a slippery slope yeah, yeah let me so tell we'll, you the, the stand I'm chart I don't like anything the next one will be uh, Paris
1: Oh, there you go. Wow. Uh, I was going to say, I've run the stand chart uh, full marathon twice and the half marathon once and th- that would be a very different experience for you when you've got 30,000, 40,000 people yeah. with you right. in the Singapore heat. Uh, that would be pretty much as different as you could get from the experience you guys well, had. I can tell you, yeah. Greenland is as different from Singapore as you can yeah. possibly
3: get. There isn't a soul in the entire place. All right. Not so like, we have a we have
1: a question from LL Tan on Facebook Live, uh, uh, one of our regular uh, Saturday morning friends. What's, what's the highlight? What's the most memorable Part of this experience for you, if we can maybe take it to a little bit of a philosophical level here.
2: Well, I think it's really that. Um, well, I'll talk about it in, in two ways. The first is when you're out on the ice sheet; it is so still, so quiet, it's like being on another planet. So that was absolutely memorable. Hmm. On a more philosophical level, I think it's really that um, you know you being prepared is what gave us the ability to sort of jump on something. And uh, I think the other thing about it that I sort of say is um, it's not about comparing, you know, like we don't compare uh, this experience against somebody else who's trying to do something hard. This sounds very hard, but everybody's doing their own hard stuff. Um, but it's sort of playing the long game. Like I said, we've been running for the last two years. We're very new runners. We started late, late in the game. But just being consistent with it made us ready, in a sense, to kind of jump on this. So, you know, whether it's I don't know, quitting smoking, getting a new job, doing something different, it just takes that consistency of, of, of training um, so that you're ready when, when the opportunity strikes. So that, I mm. think, was really... For me, it's I'm a running. sense
3: of accomplishment. is mm. the... Yes. It, it's going out of your comfort zone, and this is truly way out of my comfort zone uh and and getting to that finish line um, but also I must say on, on the more philosophical side when you sit when you're standing on that ice sheet uh, and you'd heard the stories already and they tell you that the ice sheet used to be three four kilometers yes. further out yeah. and and how it has shrunk over time, mm. yeah. Uh, you you begin to wonder what we're doing to the planet. And and when you're sitting there and you're going, yeah, the planet lives off of this water that is frozen here. In the ice sheet. And if don't start worrying more about planet warming and this thing starts to melt and this water goes out there, uh, it's going to create a lot of problems. That was exactly going
0: to be my question to Yen. if you're the final word, maybe to you. Has it made you think about climate change, COP26, the planet generally a little differently since coming back?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we were there during right, right during that period of time, and uh, when you look at, uh, it's it's so tangible, and and the people that are, are living there, they can actually see how it shifted, and they showed us pictures from twenty years ago um, when one of the guys there was was a kid, and he said, "This is what what it used to be." Wow. So um, we're all connected. We're all connected on this planet, and I do think it's uh, you know uh, on us to actually make sure that we take care of it, so yeah. that others can also go and visit the ice sheet if they so choose, and run the marathon if they would like to.
1: Yeah. Uh, what a great story. Uh, thank you both so much for coming on. I know, uh, you guys have very busy lives and, uh, and I know you've been telling the story, especially on your social media channels. And, and I've been following it, just fascinated by this, this whole thing. I know you got a lot of friends watching uh, and listening today to the show, wanted to hear exactly the things you were talking about and these great uh, insights that you had. But, uh, thanks for coming on the show. su Yan Wong and Furman Diaz talking about your first polar half marathon, uh, completion. And we, uh, we, all respect goes out to both of you. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> done. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank
2: you. Thanks, Glenn. Thank Bye. you,
1: guys. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. You <laughs>
3: too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.